Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 30 of the Computer Business Marketing Show. Today's episode is brought to you by TechSite Builder. TechSite Builder is a hosted website builder that allows you to quickly and easily get a clean and professional website up and running for your computer business. Save time and frustration with TechSite Builder. Learn more at TechSiteBuilder.com. It's also brought to you by ComputerBusinessBreakthrough.com. Computer Business Breakthrough is an online training program specifically designed for IT consultants taught by myself and Lisa Hendrickson. In the training, we teach you how to escape the grinding break-fix mindset of cheap clients and feast famine finances so you can focus on becoming a truly sought-after expert in your field. This month only, get 50% off the course at ComputerBusinessBreakthrough.com. All right, guys, in this episode, we talk about making an impact through video on social media. How can you grab and keep your clients' attention in the distracting world of memes and cat videos? We'll talk tips and tactics to create an effective online video ad campaign. Plus, we'll discuss the importance of having a backup plan for your business and some cool things you can include in a welcome packet for your new customers. All that and so much more coming up right now. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Computer Business Marketing Show. This is the place to be for IT services business owners to get more clients, keep them happy, and grow your revenue. You can watch, download, and or subscribe to all shows at computerbusinessmarketing.com. You can also catch our live stream on Facebook every Thursday evening at 7 p.m. Just be sure to like the TechSite Builder Facebook page. Click on the uh, following tab and select see first so that uh, the feed or the video will jump to the top of your feed. Awesome, guys. I'm real excited to uh, the topic for today is going to be all about video on social media. So we're going to talk about how to convey the value of your business uh, through video on social media. And to help us uh, wade through that is um, is David here, uh, David Feynman. He is from Viral Ideas Marketing, and he's going to help us uh, figure out how to uh, convey our value with video on social media. Before we jump into that, though, as always, I uh, just wanted to uh, take a look in the Facebook page for the group uh, and see what's been going on over there. So if you guys want to check that out, if you're not a member of the Computer Business Marketing Tips and Tricks Facebook group, just search for Computer Business Marketing in Facebook and uh, it, it'll be the first group that pops up there. Join us. We've got a lot of great uh, conversations going on over there about how to market your uh, computer business. So uh, one of the posts I wanted to highlight is uh, one that I posted here a couple days ago asking the question, what would happen to your business if you ended up in the hospital for a month and would it run, would it continue to run without you? So uh, that's, you know, a question that I like to ask myself every now and then, you know, is my business to a point where I could step away and like be totally removed from it? Because let's face it, stuff happens in life, right? And you, it might happen where you're just incapacitated for a while and you won't be able to run your business. And that's, you know, something I like to think about. So I wanted to throw out there to you guys to see if you have any contingency plans or, or how you're, you'll be able to handle that. So um, let's see, Jamie Hill mentioned that uh, he actually did was out of commission for about 60 days uh, here recently. 
And he said his business did okay. However, there were things that he learned that uh, with him being out for so long became an issue. And he learned he needed to make sure that he had better plans laid out as well as a game plan. Uh, if it happens again, you know, what would happen? And he said, it's ugly and it hurts when things don't work the way you want it to. And, you know, I think that, that, that brings up another point. Like if you have a plan for you being gone um, suddenly, maybe that's something you can like try to put, put into place and go on vacation, you know, go on vacation, try to not touch your business the entire time you're on vacation and see if this plan that you put together um, actually works. Uh, and that's, and it probably won't, then <laughs> that'll be a good kind of way to, to test it out and see where the, the missing pieces are and, and see where the holes in the ship are. Um, someone else said, uh, Michael said, you know, that's a scary thought. I'm fortunate enough to have another local IT company with whom I am friendly, who would certainly help out if needed. And it goes both ways, of course. Um, and that's, yeah, definitely something uh, to to look for. Is is there someone locally that you can partner with and uh, and kind of have a, a an agreement with them where, hey, if, if I am unable to run my business, would you be able to help out, not steal my clients, but, you know, have some kind of agreement where they'll, they'll just be able to help you out. Um, and, and that's a good thing to have. And, and that's something to look for. Uh, well, also, it, yep, it, it's actually interesting, Matt. Um, so my, my business partner was actually in the hospital for two weeks. Wow. Um, um, a, a few months back and um, it, it ended up, we, we both serve very different roles in the company, which is why we're business partners. And we have that relationship where he was away for a little bit and, you know, I picked up some stuff, but he also was, he also ended up, you know, being kind of the hardworking guy that he is and kind of doesn't really let anything knock him down. You know, he ended up working from the hospital bed and wow. had like Wi-Fi in his laptop <laughs> going. So more yep. power to him. But I, 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 I think it would be, it's good to have a system, I think, in place to, to be able to run that. And that's funny because uh, on, on that same post, uh, Dave Greenbaum, who, who who's a regular contributor to the show, um, he mentioned that exact thing. He's saying, um, "I, you know, a good question is, could it run 100% without me on autopilot or could I run it from the hospital? So he's like, I could run it from the hospital. All we need is a laptop. And that's something else to think about, right? If you're If you're in a position where... Maybe you can't be like in the business, you know, fixing computers, but if you have like a, a smartphone or a laptop, could you still run your business on a smartphone or a laptop? And that's something to, you know, get to the point where you could do that because it's, we have these computers in our pockets. Why not, you know, put them to good use? So I think that's a, that's a cool thing. And, and Dave also went on to say, um, you know, now that many people are entering a slow period, this is kind of a slow time for some of us. Uh, take this time to document the stuff you do. Document everything you do, even if you think it's something that's obvious or something that's so mundane. Um, it might not be obvious or mundane to someone who has to step in into your role. So everything you do, document it. I, I even recommend document your thought process around why you're doing it that way, because sometimes you do something and uh, there might be some steps in between that are obvious to you that might not be obvious to someone else unless they understand your mindset or your reasoning behind why you're doing the things you're doing. So all of that stuff is good to document, even if you, you don't really think there's a purpose for it, it, it could end up saving you if you end up uh, being away from your business. So, um, and then of course, David uh, mentioned that, isn't that called insert insurance? So yeah, I mean, definitely you want good insurance as well. So that if you do end up losing business because you're out of commission and you can't run your business, then you, you, you know, the financial hit won't be as bad, but I would definitely not rely on insurance I would rely on having a plan in place for someone to take over your business uh, or, or at least run it or 
have your employees, you know, at least know what to do while you're out of commission. Um, so, you know, just something to think about, right? Uh, not to get everybody down about, you know, what, what could happen. <laughs> we started on a good note. <laughs> right. Um, but uh, yeah, just something to think about, something to get the wheels turning. Um, cool. Another, uh, another post I wanted to uh, bring up was, uh, let's see, I had it here. No, I lost it. There we go. Um, so Tom mentioned in the group that he wants to create a welcome kit for his new clients, his new MSP clients. So um, he was saying inside this kit would be a thank you letter outlining the, the program that the, the business signed up for, uh, numbers to call um, you know, if and when something goes wrong, uh, maybe a coffee mug or other type of swag. Uh, he also wants some kind of label or sticker that they can put on uh, each of the covered computers so that uh, they have the number handy on their computers right there. Um, and then he's struggling uh, to come up with something that would work for both desktops and laptops, as far as that's concerned. And then was just asking what other folks are doing. And so, first of all, I think that's a great idea, and I think that's something everyone should have. Right? Is a welcome kit that you can send to like your bigger clients, your your business clients who sign up for a monthly recurring type of service plan. Uh, put together a nice a nice welcome kit with with I think all this stuff you mentioned was was great. Um, Jamie Hill mentioned that he uh, has a thank you kit he sends out that has a letter, a sticker, and a magnet, as well as some swag, a phone case, wow, uh, with his logo on it and their logo on it. That's interesting. So, uh, so take your client's I, 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 logo. I, 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 like, I, like the con- I like the concept too, because when, when a client first signs up with you, they're giving you their trust and then you give them this you know, really awesome thank you letter, you give them stickers, you let them know that you're there for them you know, 100% of the way. Um, you know, and I think, I think it's a phenomenal idea. And I love this. I love the sticker thing too, because when someone's stuff breaks, they want you now and they don't want you, you know, 10 minutes from now, 20 minutes from now, and they want to pick up the phone and they want to be able to call and reach you. So yeah, having when that they're number in a panic, accessible is amazing. It's amazing. When they're in a panic, they might not remember your name or your number, but if they're a sticker right there on their computer, it's a, it's a no brainer. Cool. And then uh, someone else mentioned that this is a good opportunity to uh, create a partnership with like a local printer or a local, you know, swag maker, whatever you want to call it. Um, so you can get these, these cool items that you send to your clients uh, made and, and look locally, right? Because that way you can have a partnership with this, this printer where they have lots of customers coming in, in and out the doors, and you do as well. And so you always want that kind of uh, service um, available to refer people to, and then they can refer people to, to you as well. Cool. So that's another thing to think about, um, having some kind of welcome packet for your big clients. Cool. Um, so again, guys, if you want to join us in the Facebook group, that is uh, called Computer Business Marketing. Head on over to that group and you just got to request membership and, and we'll let you in there. A lot of great conversations going on over there in the group. All right, guys. So uh, before we jump into the interview, I just wanted to, first of all, give a shout out to uh, a new review. We got a, a new review on iTunes for the podcast. This is actually an epic review, so I have to read it. Um, this is what he says. He says, uh, if podcasts were restaurants, then the computer business marketing show would be that little hole in the wall, mom and pop type of place that has some of the best food you've tasted in a long time. This podcast is pure gold. Each and every episode is full of all those golden nuggets of information that make you say to yourself, wow, that's good information. Too bad I'm usually driving when I come across them and can't make a note. 
when I th- what I think sets Matthew apart is that not only is he the host of the show, he is also a business owner. Therefore, he has a vested interest in the guests that he has on the show as well as the show topics. His interest is genuine, and you can tell that from the conversations. Uh, Matthew's shooting for success, and he's taking us along for the ride. Thanks, Matt. Keep up the great show. I mean, I, I, you couldn't ask for a better podcast review than that. Um, that was by Clever Technology. So whoever you are, Clever Technology, thank you. Um, that's really good. You know, And, and uh, this is my little secret, right? This podcast is really kind of a selfish thing. And I really interview these guests for myself, for my own business, to get ideas about how to do marketing for myself. And then, hey, if you learn something by listening to it as well, Awesome. But yeah, it's, that's my little secret is it, it's, it's purely selfish. Um, but uh, thanks for that. That's awesome. Um, and thanks uh, the, uh, the Mac labs. I see you joined us in the chat uh, and um, you're, you're here every episode. So I, I love you seeing you in the chat. Welcome. Um, so thanks. If you guys want to leave a review for the show, I really appreciate it. Just head on over to iTunes. You can leave a review. Your, review there. If you listen to like in Stitcher, leave a review there. We put the videos on YouTube, throw, throw a, a comment in the reviews there. Uh, we just love hearing from you guys. And hey, the, if you can equate the podcast to some other kind of business, like a hole in the wall restaurant, uh, go for it. I, that, I'd like to set that challenge for you guys. Um, awesome. Oh, I'm, I'm excited to be at the hole in the wall restaurant. Like, <laughs> yes. now, I'm, now I'm even more excited to like be on this show. Yeah, man. Those are the best places, right? It's like the, you know, you, it, the tourists don't go there, so it's just local people, and it's always the best food, and you can just hang out and be yourself. And that's, uh, that's I guess that's what this podcast is like. So cool. There we go. <laughs> awesome. Um, and then, of course, I just want to mention uh, one of our sponsors. That's TechSite Builder. You guys know TechSite Builder is the place that you can go to get a website built for your computer business, but not just built. You can build it yourself. And that's kind of what I wanted to do with TechSite Builder when I released it is it's a DIY platform for building a website. So we give you all the tools, we host it, we make it fast, we make it secure, we give you kind of all the backend stuff you need, and then we just make it super simple so you don't have to know how to code, or even if you do know how to code, it takes a lot of time to do that. Um, it's very visual. It's drag and drop. You put together the the uh, the website that you want, and we just kind of help you along with content, with images, um, with all of the different places to put your contact information, and we make sure that your website is effective for you. Because at the end of the day, you know you can have the prettiest website in the world, but if it's not taking you know the people who visit it and helping them to contact you and turn them into customers then it's pretty much useless. <laughs> so um, that's what TechSite Builder does, gives you a website, a platform, makes it effective. And then if you don't have the time to do it yourself, we do offer services to build it out for you. Everything from a complete website build to writing blog posts. We know that can be a drag sometimes to, to get those blog posts out. Um, we'll do some of the SEO stuff, the search engine optimization stuff for you. We'll pick your keywords. We'll help create good content um, and all of that stuff. So you know, anything you need, uh, we hopefully have a way for you to get it done on TechSite Builder. So check that out. As always, head on over to TechSiteBuilder.com. All right. So now the moment we've all been waiting for, the interview uh, with um, David Feynman. Now, David uh, co-founded Viral Ideas Marketing, which creates video content for clients ranging from small businesses to Fortune 500 brands. And fun fact, he also started the zombie run, which I don't know about you guys, but I see, you know, posts on social media about 
I've seen friends and, and relatives who do that, and it looks really cool. I've always wanted to do it. I think now that David, I have you on, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it because I've been getting into running recently, and so that that's something that that I think would be a lot of fun. So we're gonna talk about the story behind that. We're gonna talk about uh, what he's doing now and some of the stuff that he's learned as far as creating videos for social media. So uh, looking forward to that, David. How you doing? I'm doing awesome. I'm excited to be here. Excited to talk about some video marketing tips. Excellent, excellent. So. Before we jump into that, um, I, I just kind of want to give a background, uh, give your background to folks. So if you just want to kind of quickly let us know, um, you know, how you got started in the world of viral marketing and, um, and then of course, tell us about the zombie run. Cause that's, uh, that's just too cool to pass sure. up. Uh, and then kind of what led you to where you are today. So, so just a little background. So, um, I started viral ideas with my partner, uh, Zach Medina about two and a half years ago. Um, and kind of our main mission is to build creative content for social media. Um, and the creative content in our case is video. We do both animated and, and production video. Um, we work with companies all around the world. So we have a little over a hundred customers. Um, and we, we make, you know, a few videos a week, um, and help them, you know, get out there and get out there and be, be marketed. Um, so a little bit on my background, um, I started a company called the zombie run prior to this. I was actually in college at the time. Um, and the zombie run was a nationally touring 5k zombie themed race. Um, it was in 16 cities around the country, um, and kind of spread around, uh, very quickly. Um, and it was actually built using social media video content. So that's kind of how I got my start doing social media video. Um, and it, and it quickly grew from zero to 35,000 participants, um, all around the country. And we, we basically, you know, built this zombie themed narrative, um, that kind of rang rang through the entire event. So that's such fun. a great idea because I mean, you yeah. know, of course, the zombie thing is is big now, and getting chased by a zombie is such like a great motivator <laughs> to run fast. It's, that's it's actually, actually how the whole thing got started. It was yeah. you, know, you run faster when you're chased. So yeah, that's great. So talk a little bit about um, how you promoted that event through uh, video. Yeah. So in back in 2012, 2013, when we had the event. Um, Facebook ads were kind of just at, you know, it was the dawn of a, the Facebook era, right? You know, it, it, it wasn't as, it wasn't something that wasn't being used that much. The plat, ad platform had just kind of started to roll out and take form. So we were really early on to using Facebook ads and video and per your dollar, you know, to spend a dollar on Facebook ads versus anywhere else in the world at that point in time was so powerful, but no yeah. one knew it actually was a thing that you could do to market. Right. So people have always you know, watched videos and they've always watched movies. So we would actually make like little zombie films around, you know, around the race and we would run targeted Facebook ads at them and it worked tremendously well. You know, people took onto them. We had like a whole theme and, you know, every time we would release an ad into a given city, it would say the apocalypse is coming. It'd be really <laughs> fascinating. People would get really intrigued by it. It was creative marketing and it was done through video. So um, it really caught on, um, and it's something that we actually do, you know, flash forward to today with viral ideas is something that Zach, me, um, as well as our whole team, you know, focuses on is creating, you know, a level of content that, you know, really inspires someone to, to either share the content or connect on an emotional level. That's not just, you know, about, you know, when you're thinking about creating content for your business. You want to think about, you know, creating some sort of relationship with the end watcher. So that's kind right. of what, you know, rings through all the videos that we like to create here at Viral. Um, and, and when, when people are creating videos, it's, it's a mantra that we like to share with, with the world. Great. Yeah. I, you know, I just, from personal experience, when I'm browsing, you know, Facebook or, or any kind of social media platform, it's the videos definitely catch your eye. Right. And, 
And right. you know, you can see like a bunch of text and, and your eyes just kind of gloss over. But if you, you get a video, you know, that's just so much more engaging. And I think it's something that not a lot of folks in our audience have been embracing um, as much as they could. Uh, because uh, for lots of reasons, I think, you know, they're, they're kind of, they don't know how to approach it. Um, and they don't know what, what to say in the video. So maybe we can start there. Like if, if someone's just getting started and they just want to create their first video for social media, um, what, what, what should they do and and how should they get started as far as thinking about it? Yeah. So, so I I know we, we had a brief conversation prior, prior to this kind of about, about, um, you know, being an IT service provider and the trust that you have to build prior to someone giving you the keys to the castle and, the point of view of someone who's thinking about hiring you, you know, they're not just going to hire you because of your amazing tech abilities, right? That's kind of a, you know, a standard of, of care that, you know, most tech companies offer. They are great at tech. And, you know, I, I know all of you, all of you listening are, but, you know, one of the, one of the kind of the hidden secrets is, you know, building that trust with the end consumer. Um, and video is one of the best ways to do that because they can actually see your face. They could see who you are, especially if you're a small provider, you know, two, three, four employees, you know, they want to know who's walking through the door. They want to know who's answering the phones. They want to know, you know, who is the person that I'm dealing with and, you know, how are they going to respond in case of, you know, an emergency and video is a way to actually do that through your business. And, you know, I'm sure we'll get into some discussion a little bit, you know, through this podcast about, you know, how people can do that. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, and, and what I see when people first put a video up on social media is they'll go to one of these like quick video creation services and it's basically like a PowerPoint presentation, but an animated PowerPoint presentation or something. And it sounds like what you're saying is it's probably better to instead just kind of have you there saying, Hey, you know, what's up? This is me and this is my business instead of that kind of um, cause I think those are kind of impersonal, right? It's just the text yeah. on the screen and it's moving around. Great. But yeah. that's really not doing what you want it to do. And that's creating a, a connection. And, and it's funny, we, we work a lot in, um, you know, heavily commoditized industry, you know, financial services firms. And when we work with them, we notice a lot of their bios are similar, right? And it's not far off from, from an IT mm. service provider, right? Everyone offers sure. slightly different services, but the bios, you know, it's always smart guys. It's always people that are, you know, well-educated that know what they're doing. So, you know, when, when people are comparing apples to apples, they're looking at the biographies, but a lot of the biographies are looking the, looking the same. You know, once this amazing school, all this background and everything. So what we found is the, the video biography and the, you know, talking directly to the audience, you know, creates that connection mm-hmm. that, you're, that allows you to kind of stand out from, from your audience. And it could be something as simple as, you know, a talking head video recorded with your phone. But the next evolution of that, you know, and for us at Viral is creating, you know, a story about your why, you know, why are you in this business? What makes you different? Why do you like to service mm. your clients? You know, what types of clients do you like to service? And really telling that story through, you know, visual imagery and, and through a video. And it's not to discount the animated videos. You know, we actually do a lot of those too. But the, the cookie cutter PowerPoint videos, you know, are kind of on, you know, from, from what we've seen at least and what's requested from our clients is kind of on the way out because it's, it's not as personalized and it's not something that makes you stand out. So, so to speak. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's the impression I get when I see those videos as well is now they're so they, or they were so caught. There was like a, they, there was a rise in those and like everyone was using them and, and now you can spot them from a mile away. You know, as soon as it comes right. up, you're like, Oh yeah, that's a little you know, hand wiped automated and, video. Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
And so you see them all the time and then you start to, to, to not see them anymore. So, so that kind of brings me to something else I want to ask is um, how can you, with all the videos now that are showing up in a Facebook feed, how can you get the attention of, of your target audience with a video? Yeah. So, 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 so really, really when someone's scrolling through their feed, um, one, one of the main things we like to say is you have to somehow stop the scroll. So if you, if you think about Facebook video, you think about YouTube video, um, YouTube's a little different, so we'll start with Facebook. But when someone's, when someone's thumbing on their phone or they're, they're scrolling on their computer, on their laptop, you really only have one, say one to three seconds, depending on how fast they're scrolling. If it's an older demographic, maybe they're scrolling a little slower. If it's a millennial, maybe they're scrolling a little faster. So you want to you have something that's eye-catching for the first part of the, you know, first part of the video. So eye catching could be something that's, you know, creative and has a high production value, like maybe a high HD drone shot that, you know, you're showing your whole city. That's something really local that would get people intrigued. Um, or, you know, it, it, it might be, you know, a stat or, or a fact that would really lock people in. Like if you've ever seen the Adam ruins everything videos, he usually stops on some sort of fact that's like very interesting and eye catching right. and makes you stay for seven minutes about, you know, why the prison system's all messed up. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, um, if you haven't seen that video, by the way, it's like a really interesting video. So, um, you know, really hooking people in that first one to five seconds is what's going to get people watching for the next minute. Right. And I think that's really important. Even mo- And that's the difference between like a Facebook video and like a YouTube video. With the YouTube videos, I notice you want like an eye-catching uh, thumbnail or whatever that, that image that shows the video. But then once someone clicks on it, they're kind of sitting there watching it. Whereas Facebook, like you said, they're scrolling and, and Facebook auto plays the video. So you want to make sure that it's something in the video that's kind of capturing their attention. I know uh, someone in the uh, computer business marketing group, I think it was uh, Dave Molnar, if I'm not mistaken. Um, he created a, a little Facebook video of um, someone hitting a laptop with a sledgehammer. And that was like That's the great. first thing you saw in the video, and and he and I forget what the the hook of the video was, but you know if your computer's broken, bring it to us. And so the person brought this sledgehammered computer into the uh, into the shop, but uh, that that's a I think a good idea of of kind of a way to grab someone's attention right away. And, and if, if by the way, if anyone's listening and they want us to make that video, we're happy to get a sledgehammer, <laughs> nice. and you can provide the old computer, and but we'll that'll be fun. <laughs> gladly, gladly take care of that for you. Nice. Uh, so, um, cool. So we, we grab their attention and then, uh, you know, how, one thing I always struggle with is how long should the video be? You know, you want to make it long enough to where you can get the info across. Should it be yeah. like sh- short and sweet or should you kind of have some, some girth there for folks to want to kind of get some information from it? So, so this is actually one of the most frequently asked questions that we get. How long should my video be? Yeah. And a lot of people say that shorter is better, but to be honest with you, We've seen, you know, we, we actually have our main company video. It's, I think it's like nine minutes long and we record the amount of time that people watch the whole thing. And it's like nearly, you know, 80 to 90% of them watch the whole thing. And it like goes against all conventional wisdom for like a corporate video. But if you're able to hold people, people will watch a movie for two hours. If your corporate video feels like a corporate video and feels like a sales pitch, they will not watch it for a minute. They might watch it for 10 seconds. Right. But if you're able to engage and lock people in for you know, two minutes, three minutes, four minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes, that's even better because you're able to you know, basically talk to someone on the other end for a longer period of time. But you kind of have to be in a way self-aware and you know, understanding of the fact that you have to be saying something interesting 
And you have to understand that what you're saying is not necessarily interesting to the end user. So you have to say it in a way that is interesting. Right. So, you know, it, it, it's like, kind of, I can imagine telling a story, you know, and having kind of building the suspense about the story and maybe teasing. I've seen something where like they tease yeah. about the payoff at the beginning saying, Hey, I'm going to tell you the secret to, you know, having a fast computer stick around. And then you kind of yeah. go through some, some background in a story and then you, you give them the payoff at the end. Yeah, exactly. And, and you, you always want to build some sort of suspense. So, you know, may, maybe, you know, with, with the sledgehammer example, maybe you have a customer that brings in a laptop and it's so broken, like, you know, beyond disrepair that the guy grabs a sledgehammer from the back and is about to smash it. And you see the customer going, no, no, no. But you want to, you want to see the ending of that, right? He doesn't actually smash right. it, but he maybe goes into some, you know, talk about you know, how you don't want to wait until the last second to bring your tech in. Otherwise it's useless. So, nice. you know, so, so you, you want to make sure you have some sort of storyline and some sort of production value. So it's not as simple as just saying, oh, I'm going to make a video. I'm going to get in front of a computer. I'm going to get in front of a phone and talk because the person on the other end might not even want to listen. Interesting. Yeah. And the, you know, that's the, I think, and I think we've probably all seen these ads on Facebook with, for the, uh, the squatty potty. Yes. Thing unicorn. It's like a unicorn <laughs> pooping out ice cream or whatever. And I mean, come on, you, you can't yeah. not watch that video. <laughs> to find out what it's all about. Yeah, so, you, you, you want to see about the unicorn poop. And honestly, one of the, by the way, top <laughs> 10 purchases of my life was the Squatty Potty. Um, you know, second second yep. to that would be my MacBook Pro. So Nice. And hey, Apple, great, great marketing as well. So it's, yeah. it's like, you know, they, you got to have a good product, first of all. But then when you have a good product, you have to have that good marketing to get people to know about it. Exactly. Um, Cool. So, uh, what are some other things we got to keep in mind with video on Facebook? Because one thing I know, like when you're scrolling through Facebook and, and a video pops up, is the the sound isn't turned on by default. Right. So, how can you like what what can you do to overcome that? So, so we've actually seen two trends with that. Um, number one, um, captioning your videos. So, Facebook will actually automatically caption your videos. You know, oh. you can go in the back end, you'll click generate, and Facebook will attempt. I can't to imagine that would be any good. Quickly. I'm sorry, Zuckerberg, if you're listening, it's attempt still, you know, it's not perfect. Um, So basically you have to go in and kind of clean it up, but ultimately they give you a nice little framework. It saves a little bit of time. Um, Also, also with the captioning, what we've seen work is you put the centralized topic of the video on the top, you smush the video down into more of a cinematic style, and then you put captions on the bottom. So basically it kind of looks like a, little video sandwich, you know, white space up top with the caption, white space on the bottom. And it basically makes, it makes your video into like a meme. So, right. you know, we're all about meme culture on, yeah. on Facebook. So, you know, that kind of, that kind of vibe, you know, works really well. Um, and, and locks people in because people want to see, Oh, this is the topic on the top. They want to see what your point is. And they want to see the meme kind of happen in the middle. So right. you kind of have to, if you know, that's the way you're building your video, you kind of have to make it for the meme. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I know I've done that with the captioning and I actually go to um, a site called rev.com where you Rev can send the, you know, give them your it's video like a dollar a minute, it's dollar like, a minute. And, and they'll give you like the caption file all ready right. to go. And then you can just upload can just it. Just upload. To, yeah, yeah. It's very cool. So I think that's a must, right? With a video, with a video that you're going to use on oh, yeah. Facebook at least is to have the captioning going. So with video ads, is it worth it to create different videos to kind of test? Because I know you can, you can have a bunch of different ad versions. Um, is it worth it to like create different videos? And if so, what, what are things you want to test in the videos? Yeah, I, I mean, 
we, we've we've kind of we've kind of toyed around with with uh, kind of a little A/B testing. Length would be one thing, right? You know, beginning part. You know, seeing if you can catch catch attention. You know, also the structure of your Facebook ad. Um, you'd be surprised at how much that'll actually impact click through. So if you're structuring your Facebook ad, you know what's you know you could actually select from different call you know call to action buttons, whether it's download, learn more. So testing those elements on top right. of the video. You know, you might not need to change the actual piece of video content, but you could change the structure of the ad, what you say in the top caption, how you structure it. Do you, do you make, you know, your video into a meme or do you, you know, do you structure it in that way? But, you know, ultimately, if it's a good piece of content, you know, testing it and seeing how it works with different audiences on Facebook will kind of give you the best, you know, litmus indicator of, you know, how this video is going to perform over time. Right. Yeah. And I, I mean, I could imagine it would be expensive to try to make a bunch of different different yes. videos for the same thing. Yeah. And so uh, the Facebook gives you all those other things that you can change, like the button and the, the little message at the top and whatever. And so, um, and you can also, you know, just use a, a cheap video editor and maybe, you know, cut out a certain part of it or start it at a different spot and see, see if that yeah. makes a difference. That's cool. Um, so, you know, what, really what I, what I think I want people to take away more than just the tactics is kind of the overall, thinking about conveying the value of the what your business provides and you know a lot of regular folks out there think of computers and IT as boring and and you know it's not something I really think about until my computer breaks and then and then you know then I, I go out looking for something um, you said you like for example you've worked with um, financial services businesses and, and that kind of thing so what are what are some things you know us kind of boring service businesses can do to <laughs> To spice up our videos on social media. Yeah, I, I would say the, the single biggest thing that I that I would see spicing up is, you know, a lot of times when when we're working with financial advisors or we're working, you know, speaking with IT providers, they start with the features and the benefits, and they start with the complex. They start with the complexity, you know, of things, right? So we're working with an IT service provider here at Viral, and what we love most about, you know, what we love most about Ray is the fact that he can break down this like complex topic of cloud computing and you know how a, a NAS server works and how all this stuff works into very simple language that you know we laymen can understand. So I think when you know thinking about it from a thesis point is you know, why should someone buy it more so than the features? Should they buy right. it because it makes their life easy? Right? Because that's what you know that that's that's the message that you know when Ray was in her office talking about the NAS server, you know, he, he said, this is going to be really easy for you to shoot this right up to the, the cloud, right? You know, and, and back up all your files, you know, all, all, the, all the media stuff that you guys work on. So w- when he's explaining that, it, it makes sense to me, you know, as a business owner, why I need this. It, the rest of it doesn't make sense. I don't understand the difference <laughs> yep. between the different AWS services. I don't understand what a NAS is kind of still. I just know it's like this thing <laughs> that sits there and I plug it in and I plug you know, shoot it up to the cloud. I still don't really know that, but I know it functions in the way that I need it for my business. So that's why I want to buy it. So, you know, when thinking about creating the videos, you want to break it down and you want to show someone why they should use a specific thing, not the specific what of the features, because, you know, that's the stuff that everyone can talk about. The why is kind of what differentiates the ones that get a lot of business from the ones that do not. And would it make sense to also do... Like a, a like a, a quick tip, like maybe not even a pitch for your business, but just saying, hey, you know, something that you think your target audience might, you know, be interested in, like 
of course, the uh, all the data breaches that are happening and yeah. all the security issues and stuff. Maybe just throwing together a, a quick, you know, t- quick tip video, um, and and not only putting that on your page, but making an ad out of it. I, a, a tip is one thing, but I think to to further your point, you know, it's a great idea, but make a story around your tip. Okay. So don't just say, you know, you you know, here's a tip. You know, put more. You know, use an antivirus software on your computer. I'm making something up. I'm sorry. Protect <laughs> people that are going to attack me in the comments after this one. But you know, you use an antivirus software. Let's say that's a tip. Um, maybe you should. Maybe you could tell a story about a time where a client didn't use an antivirus software and paid the consequences for it. Maybe there was a data breach. Maybe they. Um, what's what's the what's the one where they the ransomware? Maybe there was like a ransomware case that you dealt yep. with, and tell that story because that's going to be that's going to be what they remember. Not put an right. antivirus software on my computer. That makes perfect sense. Yeah, relate it to a real world scenario, and then talk about how you fixed it. Um, and then there, you're kind of marrying the two things, right? You're relating right. to them, and you're talking about a tip that that worked for your client, and you're also talking about how much of an expert you are in able being able to to figure it out and fix it. Yeah, that's great. Um, another thing uh, that I know that on are on videos are you know at the end they talk about having a call to action or yeah. something like that. What what are your tips around that? Should it be you know visit my website? Should it be like my page? Um, and then how do you convey that? Do you have the video say it or do you have it in the, the text above the video? What are some best practices around that? It, it really, it honestly really depends on what your goal is with the video. So, I mean, if we're starting with, you know, just as an example, a simple awareness video, you know, your buyer might not be ready to call you yet. So when you're thinking about if they met you for the first time, they might want to, you know, learn more information about your product. So maybe they'll want to go over to a blog and do a little bit of reading or an infographic that you've created, you know, or maybe it's, maybe it's something around those lines. So, you know, at the end, maybe, maybe at the bottom of the funnel, maybe it's a testimonial video you put together with a, with a client story, you know, maybe it's, you know, if you're in a similar situation to this, give us a call and we'll help you through it. So it really depends. And, and the way to do it is, you know, either you're, you're speaking it or you're making a t- simple text slide that shows people what they can do next. Um, or in a Facebook environment, even, you know, as we were talking about before, you know, you can give them, you know, a few different options, you know, if you're running a Facebook ad of, you know, learn more, download here, you know, right. whatever it might be to kind of get people to the next step. Cool. And I, I like in videos when they like point like down to the button that's like yeah. below the video, like just be so careful because sometimes Facebook changes where the buttons are and you're point, yeah. you might end up be pointing to something that's not there anymore. If you, that so like if like you haven't YouTube. subscribed to Matt's channel yet, yeah, it's somewhere around here. Just yeah, find it and, and do it. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I've seen that on YouTube where like they move stuff around and then an old video says, hey, subscribe over here. And then the subscribes button's up here and it's it looks silly, but yeah. <laughs> something to think about. Uh, cool. So um, I think we're going to wrap the show up here. Um, can you kind of let folks know um, a little bit more about what you do at Viral Ideas Marketing? And maybe if folks are interested in, in getting some help with their, their social media videos, how you could help? Yeah, sure. So uh, we create video content for social media and online, uh, web videos, YouTube videos, you name it. If it's online, we probably have created something for it. Um, so uh, websites, viralideamarketing.com. Uh, would love to hear from some of you, um, even if it's just bouncing ideas, love to help people out. So um, you can just reach me right through the website. Cool. And we'll have a link uh, to that in the show notes. Uh, so guys, definitely check that out. Hey, David, thanks for this info. It was a lot of really good stuff. I think a lot of actionable 
uh, tips that we can kind of put you know to use right away. And then if we need further help, we know where to find you. Thank you so much. I appreciate you having me on the show. All right. Uh, stick around because after uh, the next sponsor spot, I'm going to have just a few kind of rapid fire questions that I just want to get your kind of off the top of your head answers to. Um, I'm so, excited for that one. <laughs> so we'll do that uh, right after this. Um, so our, our second sponsor for this episode is Computer Business Breakthrough. This is a business acceleration training program for IT entrepreneurs where you can learn how to multiply your profits and satisfaction by dominating your tech niche. So in, uh, in Computer Business Breakthrough, we really... Uh, focus in on, on dominating a specific niche, whether that's virus removals or hardware repair or business services or a particular software. For me, it's WordPress. Um, and, and, uh, so I got together with Lisa Hendrickson, who you guys might know is the Office 365 and Outlook guru or guruette. <laughs> I don't know if there's a, a female word for guru. Um, but, She's the expert at that stuff. And so we both had a lot of success by focusing in on a particular uh, niche of service. Uh, so we wanted to kind of bring that um, satisfaction with, that we got from that. Because when we did that, not only did our, our client base grow, our revenue grew because we could charge higher prices because we were expert at a certain thing. Uh, but also it kind of freed us up to, to really have clarity around our marketing and the way we delivered our services and the simpler you could make your service delivery in your video, in your, uh, in your business, the better. Um, I know, I mean, Dave's been doing that with his business, right? They focus on not just marketing, not just video marketing, but video marketing for social media. And I think by focusing in on a, on a, on a narrow service like that, you're really able to deliver super high value for your clients. And so that's what we talk about in computer business breakthrough. It's a, it's a video training course. Uh, we have, you know, over 20 hours of video. So there's lots of content in there. It'll, it, we, we spent almost a year putting it together. Um, there's, there's a bunch of videos and we walk you through a bunch of different sessions, everything from choosing a niche to, um, setting premium pricing, uh, delivering your service like a, a world class, uh, a world class service delivery. Uh, choosing partners to partner up with, um, and then a bunch of marketing stuff like what to put on your website, how to uh, put together an effective blog, um, how to use webinars as a marketing tool, podcasts, video, social media, all that stuff we talk about. And then we we have a couple sessions on kind of the back end stuff like operations and analysis. So you know now that you're doing all this marketing, how do you track it and make sure it's effective? Um, and then finally, uh, the last session we have is about growing and scaling. So once you do start getting all these new clients, how do you start to service them and grow uh, your business? You know, by hiring or uh, by you know systematizing and process and creating processes and all that stuff. So all that stuff is there uh, in a in a in an online training course that uh, for this month only we're we're giving it to you fifty percent off. So it's a super super huge sale. Only this month, so in a in a couple of weeks now, it's going to go away. So check that out now at computerbusinessbreakthrough.com. All right, so we got some questions for you. I'm ready. So, um, what, in your estimation, is the biggest mistake business owners are making with their marketing? I, I would say the biggest mistake that I see business owners making with their marketing is focusing too much on trying to sell people. And 
trying to cram every single message and every single feature down into one marketing piece. Be that video, be that a flyer, be that, you know, whatever it might be, trying to do everything at once, you know, and not really focusing on any one specific thing kind of makes you the noisiest marker in the world. (laughs) Right. Yep. Um, Yeah. I think it's marketing is all about, you know, no like and trust, right? And and exactly. establishing a relationship with someone. Then you can pitch your services. Or most of the time, if the person likes you, they'll go and, and check out your they'll services. Out. Yeah. yeah. They'll they'll look for it. Cool. Um, what can you do in your marketing to find your ideal client? What can you do in your marketing to find your ideal client? So I would say focus down on marketing to that ideal client. So if you know what you want your client to be, right? So you just mentioned it, you know, you know, a minute or two, but just to kind of reiterate it, you know, you're focusing on IT services professionals, right? So you're focusing on a specific niche and you're making everything around that niche focus down on that specific client. So right. focusing on who you want to attract to your business might seem limiting, but it's actually going to, you know, get you more clients than, you know, you know what to do with. Yeah. I mean, people are afraid to, to, uh, to limit, they, they feel like they're limiting their options by yeah. focusing on just one type of client. But really, I think it just magnifies your, um, your, uh, your effectiveness and your message that much more if you do it. So, so, so real quick, there's a, there's a resource I want to throw out there to everyone. Great. Um, what, one, of my favorite, um, one of my favorite thought leaders in this topic is um, a lady named Pia. She owns a um, company called Badass Brands. Um, and she puts out all kinds of content on Forbes. Um, so she, she, she's really awesome in, in helping, you know, you understand the difference between focus marketing and non-focus marketing and how to build that brand to get your clients you want. So kind of, if you're looking around that, that's, that's a, that's a great resource for people to check out. And if you have any show notes, just, you know, throw yeah. those in there or, you know, feel free to give her a quick Google. She's not, she's not hard to, she's not hard to find out there. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. If, you know, if, if, She's a good marketer. Then hopefully her stuff is uh, yeah. is easy to find. Uh, cool. Um, and let's see where uh, did my question? Go? There we go. Um, so this is one I like to ask, and it's kind of flipping the script a little bit. But what what aspect of marketing are you currently struggling with in your business? Um, at viral. Yep. Um, oh, that's a good question. Um, you know, we're always learning, and yeah. there's always something we can be better at. So, so, so what, what's the marketer struggling with? I, <laughs> I, I would I would say I would say one one thing one thing we struggle with is learning to say no more, mm. right? So it's it doesn't sound like a marketing problem, but it actually is. Um, you know, it's something we've tried to get better with over time, right? Yeah. We know what we stand for, we know what we do, but you know, when when a client wants you to do something that maybe doesn't fit exactly in our process, and we know we can still do it, um, sometimes it's hard to look a paying customer in the eye and tell them no. But whenever we've done it, it's actually paid off, you know, tenfold down the road because, you know, they know exactly what type of clients we work best with. So by saying no to them, it opens up a lot of other yeses that they could potentially throw our way. Nice. Yeah, that's great. And I think that that permeates to everything. And in marketing, you know, you you say no by not, you know, saying, hey, we do everything, right? You say, hey, we do these few things very well. Um, and this other stuff, you know, we can refer you to someone who, who does that stuff well, but exactly. it's not us. And yeah, that's, that's great advice. Um, final question, who should I interview next and why? Um, I, actually, I actually have um, a few people for you. 
Wow. Um, so okay. next, I would, I would, if, you, if you're open to it, open uh, interviewing my business partner Zach Medina. He has a different story and a different take on the world than me, which is why we're cool. business partners. Um, my friend David Markovich, um, who runs a Slack channel called Online Geniuses. Um, I actually run it with him. Um, we have about 25,000 marketers all around the world. Um, and my friend John Grabowski, who uh, runs a company called Penji. Um, they do unlimited graphic design and they're kicking butt over in Camden, which is an interesting place to have a business. So Nice. Great. So, hey, we have guests for the rest of the year now. <laughs> yes, <Awesome>. exactly. <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll be coming, reaching out to those folks. And, hey, I appreciate it. Um, this has been great. A lot of awesome information. And sounds like uh, what you, the service you're doing is is very much needed and uh, and and very um very helpful and so I, I hope folks check that out as well so thanks david it's been a pleasure and let's let's keep in touch thanks guys so um so that's going to do it for this episode of the computer business marketing show let's keep the conversation going head on over to computerbusinessmarketing.com let us know what you think about the show in the comments over there and that's of course where all the links are going to be in the show notes also don't forget to join us uh, in the facebook group computer business marketing just search for that in facebook you could find us there a uh, lot of awesome uh, content going on there. And finally, if you listen to this show on iTunes or Stitcher, leave that review. We love to see them. It helps us get noticed as well. And uh, every fee- you know, all the feedback you leave us uh, is greatly appreciated. Finally, don't forget to check out our sponsors. That is Computer Business Breakthrough and Tech Site Builder. Thanks for checking out the Computer Business Marketing Show. My name is Matthew Rodella saying here's to your success. 